May only your word be spoken, O Lord. May only your word be heard. Amen. In the movie Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man, a.k.a. Peter Parker, desperately wants to be an Avenger. The Avengers, such as Iron Man, Captain America, and Black Widow, are Earth's mightiest heroes. Their base of operations is Avengers Tower, and they are known throughout the world. They are the ones you call when the really bad stuff happens. Now, Spider-Man has superpowers, and at the same time, he's a teenager, Peter Parker, still in high school. His quest to be an Avenger keeps being denied, and he is discouraged because he has lofty ambitions, and he wants to do more than just help the people of his neighborhood in Queens, New York. He wants to be saving the world. He wants a spot at Avengers Tower. Through all the twists and the turns of the movie, he is eventually offered a place among the Avengers. But by that time, he's come to see the value not only of saving the world, but also the value of being there for the people around him. He turns down the offer of being an Avenger, saying, well, I mean, I'd rather just stay on the ground for a while, be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Somebody's got to look out for the little guy, right? He didn't need glory. He didn't need fame. Looking out for the little guy and being a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man was what he chose. Now, when James and John, the sons of Zebedee, asked Jesus to sit next to Jesus when he came into his glory, they were basically wanting to be Avengers. They thought Jesus was going to rule over Israel as king, and so they wanted to sit on either side of his throne. Of course, this first meant fighting a war against Rome with Jesus at the helm, and after destroying the Romans and avenging Israel, they would rule over Israel with Jesus. They misunderstood, of course, the one thing that Jesus wasn't going to be fighting any war with Rome. They also then misunderstood their role, their importance, and their need for a throne in order to be effective disciples of Jesus. Notice that Jesus didn't rebuke them for their request. The other disciples did. They were pretty hacked off about it. But Jesus saw that James and John were actually thinking too little of themselves, as if they didn't matter without some throne, as if they couldn't really make a difference without a throne. So Jesus calmed his disciples, called them to him and taught them a lesson about who they were and why and what their ministry really was. You know that among the Gentiles, Jesus said, those whom they recognize as their rulers lord it over them, and their great ones are tyrants over them. But it is not so among you. He didn't say that it should not be so among you, that you shouldn't be tyrants over each other. Jesus said, it is not so among you. You are not tyrants over each other. Rather than rebuke James and John, Jesus looked into their hearts and saw not a desire for tyranny or greatness for their own sake. Jesus saw a desire for good. 
And in his response, Jesus is basically saying, y'all are asking for greatness and knowing your hearts, I can see that you aren't asking to be tyrants. Your hearts are in the right place. What you're asking for is a serving role. But you don't need a throne to do that. You already serve, even in seeming lowliness. The service you are doing is just as important, often more important, than that of lords and rulers. So keep your feet on the ground for a while, James and John. Be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. That's where we find the most effective and Christ-like ministry throughout the church. The church is as empire is not what grew disciples of Jesus and healed people's lives. The church as mighty and ruling over others has actually ended up causing a lot of harm in the name of Jesus. The real ministry of Jesus through the people of his church has happened when the people of the church were serving each other and serving with those in their neighborhoods, looking out for the little guys. And the same is true in our world today. Now, this is not to say that there is not good ministry being done by the church as an institution and as an organization. There is much good ministry being done through the organizations and institutions of the church, engaging with other organizations and institutions, even globally. There's just been formed an Episcopal Church delegation to the United Nations for an upcoming UN conference in Glasgow, Scotland. And Ellen Singer from our diocese is going to be a part of that delegation to the United Nations, and that's pretty cool. That's global level counsel that they get, the Episcopal Church gets to give. And when I first heard of that UN delegation, my reaction was about like Spider-Man wanting to be an Avenger, or James and John wanting to be next to Jesus in his glory. I thought, I want to go to the United Nations. Then I quickly realized, yeah, actually I don't. I'm glad for those who do. There's great ministry that is done within those large bodies and organizations and institutions, and that's a good thing for the church to be able to offer counsel for those making decisions that affect many and most and all. Not to be in charge as lords over people, but to give counsel to those who are. Even so, the majority of Jesus' ministry through the people of his church happens in the neighborhood. The majority of Jesus' ministry through the people of his church happens in the relationships we have, the relationships we continue to cultivate and form. We don't need titles or thrones or global level influence to do important ministry as Jesus' disciples. Helping the kids and teachers of Rhodes Elementary is important ministry. Looking out for the little guy. Ministering to people with Alzheimer's and dementia through the gathering place is important ministry. Looking out for the little guy. Calling your friend or neighbor who's having a rough time 
and having some coffee or lunch together to connect and go through that rough time with that person is important ministry. Looking out for the little guy. No one needs to be an avenger to be a disciple of Jesus. We just need to look out for the little guy. To keep our feet on the ground and to be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man.